Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the start of something new, a DCOM podcast. I'm your host, Jake, and with me, as always, is my co-host and fellow Soul Patroller, Kate. And this is the podcast in which we review every single Disney Channel original movie in chronological order, all the way from Under Wraps to The Naughty Nine. And this is Season 2, Episode 17, in which we'll be discussing the 41st Disney Channel original movie, The Scream Team. But before we do that, Kate, how have you been since our last recording? I've been pretty well, honestly. Um, I just went back to where I was living for my master's degree and moved out, which was (laughs) sad, like officially moved out or somewhat officially. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For listeners, you you obviously can't see this, but um, I have the tiny violin between my fingers. (laughs) So sad. Uh, It's been good. Um, I still actually have to send in my keys, but so many people move out and right. they go out of the area that you can do it by mail. So I had to clear out my apartment and that yeah, happens. that was kind of sad, but it's all good. I went to a friend's bachelorette party in Nashville, so that was fun. And yeah, that's... Did you feel the yeehaw spirit? I did feel the yeehaw spirit. <laughs> I really did. It was a good time. Yeah, because isn't Nashville like the capital of country music it is the capital of country music and there's a lot going on there it's really cool it's a huge place for bachelorette parties too apparently i didn't really realize that until we went and somehow there was several bachelorette parties happening at the same time there was one on my social media of a girl that we went to high school with and then some other people uh that were at the bachelorette party were seeing other people's uh bachelorette parties on their social media that were happening in nashville and then i saw another one upcoming this weekend so apparently it's a popular place to do that but it was fun so yeah now now we're back for a second so it feels good how about you jake how has life been yeah, no, life has been. It's been. I mean, you know, can't really, not really, I didn't go anywhere. I, I didn't do much. I just, you know, been here. Um, uh, fun fact, we are recording in person again. Yay! Finally. Yeah, well, I think we recorded last episode. Yes, I know, but it's so nice to do a couple of them in person. Right, because we, um, we record every two weeks. Yeah. Because uh, that's because episodes come out every two weeks. Well, yeah. we try. We try. <laughs> Sometimes we only do like one a month. But, I'm know. hoping we can do the next two in person is yes. my hope because I, I'm going on a major trip in mid-July but I'm hoping that we can at least do the next two in person yes. not the next three so it's just di- it just it's, you know it's it different yeah it hit different it hits real different especially because you know we have a setup and everything yes we have a mic it's probably better quality for you guys on the listening end probably because you know Skype likes to cut us off somehow yeah Skype's not the best but you know when you're on a long distance friendship you gotta do what you gotta do well and when we started this we were all you know COVID, COVID. too yeah. yeah we were all still locked down and everything so um, but yeah, you know, it's yeah. nice to do these in person sometimes because it's just, you know, it's different for us. And I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure the audio quality is very better for the uh, listeners as well. Yes. But yeah, I, have, I mean, no real big life updates, just, you know, hanging out. <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. Um, excited to be here. And yeah. We I just had lunch. We were just at lunch. We just went uh, downtown in our hometown and grabbed some uh, gooey grilled cheese sandwiches. They were very gooey. Very gooey. Very gooey. Fantastic. Yes. Um, so now, before we get into our m- main topic of this episode, Kate, um, we have some fresh off the presses, literally dropped today, decom news. Really? Okay, I'm ready um, to hear it. Well, I guess I shouldn't say decom news anymore because it's about zombie story. 
Okay, so and it's kind of like not really a decom, but it was going to be a decom, and it didn't, yeah. Yeah, because as you remember last time, we report, we reported that uh, Zombie 3 is going straight to Disney Plus now. Yes. Which, it's coming soon, actually, you know, J- July 16th, 15th, I believe. But still, it's coming oh soon. I was going to say we should watch the premiere in person, but like, I can't because I won't be here, but yeah. shortly but, after or something. But um, the big, the big hot off the press news, which won't be hot off the press news when this goes up because it'll be later. Yeah. But today, they officially released the uh, official trailer for Zombies 3. Oh, really? Like a full-length okay. trailer. See, now, I, I mean, I, I only watched like three quarters of the first zombie movie, but I still am going to see the trailer for this. I want to... When we're done recording, I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah, we should watch it after we're done recording. Which yes, we have not watched it yet. So we're gonna but, we're gonna do a, a first look and we'll put a little a little thingy on our Instagram story or something of us oh gosh, watching should we, it. Should we live stream our reaction? Oh my gosh, we should. No one's gonna watch but we should. We should. We'll get like zero views, but that's okay. It'll be we'll for, do it anyway. it's for, it's for it's us. It's for us. It's for us. That's yes. what matters. Um but yes, they officially dropped the full length trailer for Zombies 3. And you know what? You know what they say? This movie has everything. It's got zombies, it's got cheerleaders, it's got werewolves, it's got aliens. It sounds like a hot This could go either very well or very poor. Like that's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I just think it's insane that like the, the these movies start off with a very simple premise, just you know, yeah, zombies. Yeah. And then the second one, they introduced werewolves, and now we're getting aliens. That's really interesting. Yeah, I didn't. I never saw the second one. Like I said, I watched most of the first one. It's not that I didn't like it. I just had like something to do, and then I never resumed it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I. I don't even know how they would put werewolves into the zombies universe, so I I need to catch up on that. But yeah, it's very interesting because I have seen zombies too. Well, yes. Yeah, how is the portrayal of a werewolf? I assume it's not nothing like the ones in Twilight. No, it's very different. Um, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much of Zombies Two for you, but I'll say this: the werewolves. Well, I guess it kind of is kind of like Twilight. They kind of act as stand-ins for Native Americans. But yeah, <laughs> it should be noted that like of the three main ones we meet, I think two of them are played by people of color. Okay, at least and then there's one white one, but she's I don't want to say she's like the comic relief one, but you know. All right. Anyway, still, moving along. Still, yeah, 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 no, yeah. You'll, you'll understand when you see it. Yeah, no, I'm sure. And yeah. then and yeah, we got aliens coming. Which yeah, I'm not sure how I, that's gonna be. And I showed you but... the aliens. Their looks. Yes. Very xenon. Xenon. The OG, we love. The original decom queen. Yes. I really do think that they did look back on Xenon a little bit for the. I definitely know. think they drew inspiration from Xenon. Like, you would be. Like, there's no way they didn't draw inspiration from Xenon. I mean, why not? Xenon is iconic. Yeah. She had the looks. She did have the looks. She did. Um. So, yeah, we'll. Maybe we'll do something with the trailer then. We still have to get to Z3, don't we? Yeah, Z3, I think, actually, I think Z3 is not 2000, I think it's 2004. Is it? Maybe. I'm going to look up the list of decoms. Go ahead. But I think it is 2004, too. Yeah, because I think, because, um, yeah, now that we've gotten the little big, hot, fresh off the presses news out of the way, I would like to preface before we get into Scream Team one more time. This is actually the last decal of 2002. Yes, and Xenon is 2004. It premiered June 11th, 2004. Well, there you go. So, but yes, we are officially ending 2002 of decoms already. That is crazy. And I, it was so funny. I was talking to one of my best friends this morning. You know Mishy, uh, my former exchange student of my family. And I said, mm-hmm. we're getting into 2003 now, the year of our, our queens, the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> Yes, I know. You're super excited I, for Cheetah Girls. I am so pumped for I love Cheetah Girls. 
I mean, yes. it doesn't have the place in my heart of like Camp Rock or High School Musical, but it's definitely up there for me. Yeah, no, Cheetah Girls, it's a classic. For and me. it's what started, I feel like, those really musical decoms. Yeah, because we've gone through 41. Can you believe that? That's crazy. 41 decoms, and like none of them have really been musicals. No. Like, Xenon kind of had music at the end, but it wasn't, like, a musical. Yeah, exactly. Like, I really do feel like Cheetah Girls is when we're finally going to start getting into one of the ones, more of the musical ones that we are familiar with. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's just wild to think they didn't start doing musicals till almost, like, 50. Yeah, that's crazy, because we have one, two, three, four. Cheetah Girls is the fifth one out from now. Yes. So we so. have four more movies before Cheetah Girls. So, yeah, we're approaching 50 real quick. Yeah, 50, and we're finally going to hit our first musical. Yeah. No, it's going to be great. Um, But yeah, so that's uh, the way. So yeah, Zombies 3 trailer, very exciting. It's coming soon. Um, we're getting, we're closing on, capping off 2002, which didn't take as long as like 98, 99, or 2000. Yeah. Because those ones, I feel like they, well, no, I think 98 only had a couple, but like 99 and 2000, they had like one every month. They did have one for, like, some of these lists are really long. Like, 2000s? Oh, my gosh. There were so many decoms in 2000. Yeah, I think they had one about every month. Let's see, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, they had one literally every month in yeah. 2000. But now we're starting, now they're like, okay, we pushed a lot of them out. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's reel it back in some more. Yeah, and then we get to, um, by the time we get to, like, 2007, we're looking at, like, four year-ish. And then when you get into, like, the 2010s, it's, like, maybe two a year. Yeah, 2011 was actually a pretty... There was a lot going on in 2011. I believe 2013 is the one with the least amount, because I think 2013 only had one. Just Teen Beach movie. Yeah. In 2013. So we're going to take a little... When we get there, it's, like, a quick pit stop in 2013. Yeah. Which is wild to think. Yeah, we're going to cover 2013 in one episode. We're going to be like, welcome to 2013. Okay, we're back. I've never actually... I don't think I ever saw the full Teen Beach movie. I think I've seen, like, snippets of it. But I don't think I ever saw the full thing. I've seen it multiple times. I've never seen the second one, though. Okay, well, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. there. But yes, so yeah, we're capping off 2002. Very exciting. So now, Kate, you want to get into the Scream Team? Let's get into the Scream Team. Let's start with some background. Do you want some background? I would love some background, because I knew nothing about the background of this movie. All right, so this movie, the Scream Team, it is a 2002 American television film. <laughs> it originally released on October 4th, 2002. You know, so 20 year anniversary coming up. Woo! Woo! That's crazy, actually. You know, it's directed by Stuart Gillard, who is a Canadian film writer, producer, and television director. He's known for directing films such as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 from 1993 and uh, rocket man from 1997 that's not the one with the that's not the elton john biopic <laughs> different thing yeah for a minute i did get confused there before i read the year like, i'm like wait what you made rocket man no not that one different yeah yeah because it was from uh 1997 not whenever this is a disney rocket man too for a second i thought they meant you mean the rocketeer that's another I, is rocket man a decom or is it no it's not a decom because it's 97 uh, interesting. Well, we would have covered it already. Yeah. But huh. no. Um, he also wrote and directed the romance film Paradise in 1982, which looks interesting. <laughs> looks interesting. I don't know. So I'm looking at this poster. But as far as DCOMs go, he went on to direct Twitches. Oh my gosh, that is a classic. That's a classic. And then he also did uh, Girl vs. Monster, which is a more modern one. I think it's a 2010s one. Okay. Which... I think it's also a Halloween one. So he really likes okay, Halloween. So Halloween is his thing. He likes Halloween. Um, so now as far as our uh, cast goes, we have 
um, Kat Dennings as Claire Carlisle, Kat Dennings, um, is most famous, I would say, for her work on the TV show Two Broke Girls, in which she played one of the Two Broke Girls. (laughs) Um, She was also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She plays uh, Darcy Lewis, who first made her debut in the first Thor movie. And then she was also in Thor The Dark World, which is the second one. And then she took a long absence from the Marvel Cinematic Universe until just recently when she was in WandaVision, which I know a lot of people were a little confused about why her character of all people were coming back for that. Especially because, like, you know, it had been, like... A while. A while, almost a decade since her last Marvel thing. But yeah, she was in WandaVision, and, you know, she she did really good in that. Um, We have... uh, Mark Rendell is Ian Carlisle, which is the son who I don't. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Who I don't know who that is. I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him either. Yeah, Kat Dennings is probably like of the two kids the most famous one. Definitely. And then we have Robert Box Steele as Richard Carlisle. That's the dad. Yeah. And then here's some crazies. Um, we got Eric Idle as Coffin Ed. He's one of the ghosts. Because spoiler alert, this movie has ghosts in it. Yeah. And Kate, what do we know Eric Idle from? He is the professor that works with Figment of the Imagination. Yes. Epcot. Epcot. Yes, he is Dr. Nigel Channing in Journey to Imagination with Figment at Epcot. Yes. That ride. Uh, That ride has had a very interesting history. I love Figment. Because when it first opened, it was just Journey into Imagination. It was really fun. And then was journey into your imagination, which no one liked. I have to pull up Figment's weekend page. Yes. He's then, my spirit animal. And then now it's currently journey into imagination with Figment, which people still aren't still say isn't as great as the original version, but like you know. just bring back the OG. Bring back the OG. I for a long time I heard rumors that they were gonna replace it with Inside Out, the Pixar film. Yeah, oh yeah. But uh, clearly nothing's come of that. Yeah. I mean that honestly it's hard because Figment's the the um, mascot, mascot but at the same time i feel like Never inside been. out would be a little bit more like relevant for today i feel like if they could find a way to incorporate figment into something else in epcot it could work but you still got to keep figment somehow somehow like, he's he's the face of the park yes yeah love him. and like with Ep- sorry we're gonna go on a little thing park tangent real quick sorry. yeah but with epcot i feel like they're really into just putting ip into the park right now so i'm shocked they're not really doing anything with that yeah i think they're they're kind of scared to take figment out which... i think they are because like literally but no everything else is ip now because you know we have nemo we have guardians of the galaxy that Wait, just opened up figment had a brief cameo in inside out did he? Yeah, according to the Wikipedia page, he did. Oh, I didn't know that. Figment also makes an appearance in Mission Breakout in California Adventure. What? Um, We're learning. Yeah, outside of attractions at Epcot, Figment appeared in several Disney-produced educational, this is all quoted from Wikipedia, by the way, educational short films in the early 80s, two of which featured Peter Pan and Alice from Alice in Wonderland, and has a brief cameo as a painting in the Pixar films Inside Out and Toy Story 4. Interesting. Interesting. So they know, they know, they know Figment. Yes, they love Figment. Um, but yeah, because like I said, yeah, because Epcot now has Nemo, it's got Frozen, it's got Ratatouille, it's got Guardians of the Galaxy, which just opened. Yeah. So like, I'm honestly a little shocked that they haven't done anything with Imagination yet. But that's like I said, well, like you said, probably because they're afraid to get rid of Figment. Yeah. Even though, hey, he made a cameo, so he can be in there. Yeah. I think, I think they should, uh, part of me is like they should update it, but part of me is like you have to still make Figment somehow integral in the park. because. Yeah. I love Figment. Anyway. Anyway, that's our theme park candidate. That's our theme park Yeah, we love Figment. Um, so that's Eric Idol. We have Tommy Davidson as Jumper, another one of the ghosts. And then, of course, we have Kathy Najimy as Mariah, another ghost. And Kathy Najimy. 
she's just she's had a very long and prolific acting career. She did. She has. And what I think is very fun is that she was in this as a ghost, and then she's one of the witches in Hocus Pocus. Yes. We love her. Yes, we love Hocus Pocus. Kenny Ortega can't go wrong. You cannot. Which, have we talked about the fact that they're making a sequel? Are they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. But I don't think Kenny's involved at all. I see. But that's and that's the weird part because like wait you're gonna make a sequel but you're not gonna have Kenny involved. Focus Focus Two Ooh. apparently comes out this year. Okay. Really? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, like I don't know how to feel. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't get that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to feel either. To be honest with you. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It'll be so. I mean, it, it'll either be really good or really not good. Like, I'm just like I said. I'm just shocked they didn't bring Kenny back. They should have brought Kenny back. Like, like Kenny, come on, it's Kenny Ortega. You don't just not bring him back. What is there like a reason that he did he was he offered the gig and didn't want it or like? I don't know. I love I mean, Kenny. All I know is that they're making a sequel. I guess it's coming out this year. So, an actual legend. Truly, though, he has done so much, and we'll we'll get more into him obviously when we get to like. High School Musical and all the stuff he did. Yes. That's great. Um, so that's, yeah, Kathy and Jimmy as Mariah. We have Kim Coates as Zachariah Cole, who we'll get into it, but at first you're made to believe is the villain. Yes. And we have Gary Renick as Grandpa Frank Carlisle. You know, very important role. I love Frank Carlisle. Yeah. And we have... Nigel Bennett as Warner, who is another character we'll get more into as we go on, but that's our cast. So, Kate, um, I think you already answered this, but do you have any history with this movie? I have none. <laughs> yeah, um, me neither. <laughs> I it, it's the weird thing is about all these like lesser known DCOMs is like I've heard the name at least, but I've never looked into them, right? So, now that we're getting into them for this podcast, it's like well, no wonder I didn't really know. Like Disney never wanted, no Disney never aired these when, I, when we were kids. Right. Like they have apparently all of these big decon. They have all these decons that they only aired like certain ones when we were kids. And then once you know the High School Musicals and the Camp Rocks started rolling out, they really didn't play these anymore. Right. But it's also interesting because like this is a Halloween decom. It takes place at Halloween. It came out during October, but they never really played it. And it's not like the issue they had with Don't Look Under the Bed where it was apparently deemed too scary for kids. Right. I just, I'm not sure why they didn't air it. Well, probably just because Halloween Town was doing it. They just had other ones that were more successful, yeah, I guess. Like the Halloween Town franchise, Twitches. Yeah. And Twitches 2. Yeah. Especially by the time, like, we started really watching Disney Channel on a regular basis around, I'd say, like, 2004 to 2005. Yeah, they had, like, what, weren't, all, weren't pretty much the first three Halloween Towns out by then? I think so. At least, at least a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess this one kind of just got swept under the rug or just, yeah, Disney was like, eh, this, eh. One's, this one can just not be aired this year. Yeah. I don't know. Did you find anything about the Hocus Pocus 2? Oh, yeah, nothing big, just that's supposed to come out this year. Okay, so no. All right, so no reason for why Kenny's not apparently involved. No, nothing that I found. All right, well, anyway, that's our non-existent history with the screen team. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, okay, are you ready to jump into this plot? Let's get into it. So this movie begins... With a dead body. Yes. Like, let, let's be real. Like, we open this movie, there's a there's a person dead in a chair, and I'm like, 
Yes, and there's some also 2002 animation going on with yes. some ghosts. Right, because we get we get the theme song. Yes, that theme song was it's, interesting. It's so 2000s. Yes, um, but yeah, so everything we, about this opening is 2000s. Yeah, we got these like lights floating around, and they're like, "Where is he? I don't see him." And he's like, "Well, he's only been dead for six hours." And yes, we see a dead body. A man is dead. We're, we're back in a ring of endless light because Grandpa is dead. So, there's dead Grandpa, and then we flash to Grandpa and his two grandkids trying out this pumpkin maker thing. Yeah, so or like uh, jack-o'-lantern. You, you explain it. I'll explain it. So it's yeah. Grandpa, Ian, and Claire, and Grandpa's invented the uh, pumpkin smasher. Carver? I think it's, I think it's carver, supposed to be a carver. Yeah, but it's actually smashed the pumpkin. Yeah, because I think the, the goal is to get it so that it just goes in and extracts the insides out automatically, so you don't yeah. have to waste time doing it, so you can just get straight to carving jack-o'-lanterns, but it just smashes the pumpkins instead. Yeah. But we very quickly learned that this is actually a home movie that Ian and Claire... With are way too clean of cuts, especially for the early 2000s, oh, for it to actually be a home movie, but okay. Oh, I know, right? It should be way more fuzzy. Yeah. And yes, we learned that it's the whole movie that Claire and Ian are actually watching at Grandpa's funeral or Sad. memorial, I should say. Small violin. Yeah, small violin. And then Dad shows up, and he's like, "Is this really the appropriate time to be watching that?" I'm like, "Let him mourn, dude." Yeah, we're gonna learn very quickly. Dad's got his own issues with his father. Yeah. Like this movie kind of addresses uh, parental, like father issues. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Ian and Claire are like, shouldn't we be like remembering him? And dad's like, just go make small talk. Yeah, so kind of sad on their part. Kind of sad. So as they're doing that, um, Claire goes into one of the rooms in grandpa's house where this shady man is just throwing books around. Yeah, and she's like, can I help you? And he's like, uh, not really. You, grandpa and I were great friends here. And she, he hands her a flyer. Yes, because this is Warner. Yeah. He um, apparently runs the local Halloween festival because it's around Halloween time, which, man, that must be really extra sad for someone who died during Halloween. Yep, and it was a Zachariah Call festival. Ooh, yes, Zachariah Call, the annual Zachariah Call Halloween festival thrown by Warner. So we will get back to who Zachariah Call is. Yes. But around, um, oh, God. All right, I was going to say. But yeah, so then Dad comes in and he's like, Warner, you know, what are you doing in here? He's like, oh, you know, just. Morning, your grandfather. It's also great to see you back because we learned dad has not been into his home, back to his hometown in a good while. Yes. Because I guess dad's a doctor. Or something, yeah. Because he mentioned they went to medicine. Yeah, I think so. Um, but we actually learned that Warner and grandpa were not actually friends. No, they were pretty much enemies. They were enemies. And so around the same time, um, Ian, uh, he overhears his dad outside being like, uh, there's so much junk in the basement that we have to throw out, yada yada. And he goes down to the basement of the house, and there's a ton of inventions. Apparently the grandpa was kind of like an inventor, as we kind of get from the home movies. And he really defends his grandpa's creations, and the dad comes down, and he's like, you know, um, taking care of this stuff um, isn't going to bring him back, and it really makes Ian mad. <laughs> Yeah, and Dad also mentions, like, you know, you two were always down here making things, you know? You never really never really spent that quality time with me when I was your age. And it's like, are we going to get really heavy in this decom? Yeah. Because the jealousy. The jealousy. But still, um, so that happens. Eventually, the, uh, the, funeral, the, the memorial service dies down. 
And now and we learned that the dad and the kids are going to stay in the house for a little while. Pack it up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to bed. And the dad has Ian sleep in grandpa's room. Which would freak me out. I'm like, like, he's a grown adult. Yeah. He even goes, he didn't die in this room, right? Yeah, that would freak me out. It's like, no. It's like, okay. So he goes to bed. But then mysterious things start happening. He's, his bed starts shaking. And he gets really freaked out, and he goes and tells his dad. But alas, it is Claire. Yeah, it's just Claire messing with him. But then he goes back to bed, and then the spook really happens. The real spook, because he sees a ghost. Ooh. Because, yeah, they don't they don't keep that a secret for long. They're ghosts in this movie. Yeah, they're definitely ghosts. There's just some ghosts. Which, once again, I feel like that's why I think Disney Channel really strives at Halloween movies, because they can just be like ghosts. Yeah. Or mummies. Exactly. Or vampires. They're yeah. real. Just go with it. Just go with it. As opposed to like non-Halloween ones where they had to try and explain things away with like you just can talk to animals, I guess. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there has to be some sort of logical explanation. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so yeah, Ian's not convinced he's seen a ghost. So the next day he's down in the basement. Apparently Grandpa made some ghost catching equipment. Apparently, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe it was just a vacuum, but I'm not really sure. Which I do want to know. I do. I should have Googled this. When did that whole thing of being able to catch ghosts with vacuums become a thing? Was it Ghostbusters? I assume it was Ghostbusters. Like, I don't really know. Because that's just that's just a thing now. It's like it's if, definitely if you, a thing. If you have a ghost, you just get a vacuum and vacuum it up. It's like uh, yeah, I guess maybe Ghostbusters did pioneer that. Uh, yeah. And anyway, this is when um. They're going through some stuff, and this is when Claire brings out the flyer for the Halloween festival again. And this is when we get the tale of Zachariah Cole. Ooh. He's apparently really crazy and really into fire. Yeah, he liked to burn down everything, and then he burnt down his house and killed his wife on purpose, or so is the story, yeah, this... which led him to be burned at the stake. Yeah, they literally say they just executed him in the town square. Yeah. I'm like, hello? <laughs> Like, okay. Okay, Disney. That, that's violent. Yeah, so as far as we know right now, Zachary Cole, he was uh, really mean and crazy and liked fire and burnt his house down and killed his wife. Ooh. I mean, I will say, this movie does do a pretty good job of getting the spooky vibes. It does. It does. I did think it was one of the better decoms, but I can also see why other Halloween-specific films outdid it, because they're just so good at Halloween. Yeah. Um... So then I believe we go into town because dad has to return some things to the library that grandpa had. And this is when we see that grandpa had a hardware store in town, but he had to close it down because he couldn't find anyone to take it over for him. Yes. And when uh, when they go to grab the books to, the, to return to the library, um, which, spoiler alert, were the books that... Um, the ghost? Uh, no, uh, Warner was looking for. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. There is a box behind them, which will have importance in the end. As I was going to say, those are also, like, the books that, like, the ghost kind of threw at Ian. Yeah, yeah. So, because, like, we know they're important. Yes. But we don't know why. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, those are also the ones Warner was looking for the other day. So, yes, there's importance to these books. We just, we don't know what it is yet. Right. But we'll learn. We will learn. Yeah, so we learned that Grandpa couldn't get anyone to take over the hardware store for him, which I guess that's our first real point of contention between the Grandpa and the son. Right. Is that the son didn't want to take over the family business. Right. And that's all who we meet Warner again. And can I just say, Warner's kind of creepy. He is. He's kind of creepy. He, he is very creepy. And he's got his own two sons who are both adults. And he's like, well, my sons, the wor- this town means the world to my sons. 
and yeah. kind of alluding to the fact that um, the dad didn't take over the hardware store. Yeah. That then, very frustrated me. Yeah, and then we go to the library to return books, and the librarian tells us a little bit more about how Warner's made the Halloween festival a big, huge thing, and how he's going to rebuild, make a replica of the cabin that Zachariah burned down. He said there might even be a theme park there. I'm like, what? That would be an interesting theme park. <laughs> we go to a theme park, I don't know what. Well, I was going to say, I'd go to a haunted theme park. Yeah, fair actually. enough. Actually. I'd go. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah. says the two biggest Halloween Horror Nights fans yeah yeah anyway yes um so what ends up happening is then that night because Ian still convinces there's a ghost and the he's convinced his grandpa yeah trying to tell him something but then that night there's another ghost in the house and somehow some like Ian is able to capture it in a jar yeah and he shows it to Claire and she's like what and she freaks out. But then there's another ghost that comes up. And yes. he's like, give me the jar. Yes, this is Coffin Ed, played by Eric Idle. He's like, is he supposed to be like a revolutionary warrior ghost? Yeah, he's a revolutionary soldier. Yeah. Like and we learn that the ghost that Ian caught is Jumper, who is apparently someone who died in a parachute accident. A skydiver. Which, As someone who's gone skydiving twice, I'm like, oof. Oof. But yeah, so he's got Jumper in a jar, and... Uh, Confident Ed is trying to get him back. He tries to scare them by doing this thing with like his eyes, which I swear they copy pasted that for Grandma Aggie and Halloween Town High because I think she does the same thing. They literally did. But they're not really scared. So what ends up happening is they end up following uh, Ed because he leaves and they end up following him to this old, like, I said it was a castle, but I don't think it's a castle. It's, I don't even know what it was. At first I thought it was... Um, a mausoleum, maybe? Yeah, but it's not, so... No, it's just this old stone building in the middle of the wood. Yeah. Hey, what do we learn in the building? It is a place, I forget what it's called, but it's a place where souls go after they die before they go to the great beyond. Yes, it's like the soul collection center yeah something like it's that it's basically like it's basically tsa yeah pretty much yeah and this is where we see a bunch of people who have recently passed they're now ghosts they basically go to tsa to go to the great beyond which yeah. in order to get to the great beyond you just stuff his mirror yeah and so now these two living mortal beings have discovered this and this is also where we meet mariah who is kathy and jamie who's working there because apparently sometimes if you become a ghost you don't get to go to the great beyond right away you have to work basically at tsa and they keep it very religion neutral in this movie just kind of like with soul uh the pixar movie yeah great beyond, it, it, i really think they got some inspiration for soul from this movie but um, yeah, I should rewatch Soul. I Soul is so good. I haven't watched it since it came out at, at Christmas. It's so good. I watched it twice, but I mean, I feel like a lot of people didn't quite get it, especially because yeah. the ending is so open. Yeah, it is open. But, but I like. I, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. yeah, I really like Soul. But but yeah. Um. So, uh, Claire asks like, "What's back there?" Because there's this mirror leading to the Great Beyond and. Mariah's like, oh, it's a big secret, but then it turns out they don't know until they actually can do it themselves. Yeah, and this is probably, yeah, this is like you said, this is Disney getting out of having to say anything religious. Yeah. Because they don't just go like God or anything. Yeah. They're like, oh. It's just a, a, it's just a vague afterlife of some kind. Because it's Disney. They're not going to yeah. make a distinct afterlife or anything. Yeah. Um, but yes, now they have discovered the soul center and 
but apparently when some of these people uh, like Adam Jumper and Mariah were just kind of pulled aside after they died and have been forced to work um, in this center. You know what this gave me some vibes of? What? Beetlejuice. It does a little bit. Yeah, because it was the waiting room and the Beetlejuice. I've actually never fully seen the whole Beetlejuice. I know. I've only seen like bits. My God, it's so good. And you also need to watch the musical. The musical by the parts that I have like had access to is amazing. Yes. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, there's a Broadway musical for Beetlejuice now. We love it. It's very good. Yeah, because in Beetlejuice, there's the hall, like the waiting room. Okay. Of like death, basically. Like after you die, you go to a waiting room. Okay, um, so it's the same kind of vibes. Yeah, same kind of vibes. So we got a little bit of soul, a little bit of Beetlejuice, you know. Like, yeah. Fun times. But anyway, we learn that the grandpa has not passed over yet. What? Yeah, they look at a book and there's no check mark by his name. No, this confirmation that he died. Yeah. So what Ian comes to the conclusion is that then the ghost he saw the other night must have been grandpa and he's trying to tell him something. Yes. So they go all right well um we're gonna make sure grandpa comes here and passes over and so they go home they go home and they and they're like doing all these chores for their like i think it flashes to like the next day doing all these chores for their dad as soon as the dad leaves they run upstairs and they're trying to communicate with their grandpa they're like grandpa are you here and eventually he does show himself like he's he's, yeah but he's kind of having trouble like materializing yeah like he's he kind of looks like he, who he should have looked like in that whole movie. Yes, He's like really. static and fuzzy. Yeah. But then, out of nowhere, who comes out of the fireplace? It is um, Zachariah. Zachariah Cole. <laughs> he's real. His ghost is still here. And he's full of fire. Yeah. His essence is literally like fire. Yeah, because he can just control fire now like he's ghost. And so he basically has soul-napped Grandpa. Yeah, he, like, kidnaps Grandpa and throws a fireball. And so now, like, the room's on fire, but they take it out. They put it out, but as they're putting it out, Zachariah gets away with Grandpa. And, of course, immediately after all this, Dad walks in. Right. Of course. And he's like, y'all are burning the house down? What is this? And the kids are like, no. Um, It's a ghost. Oh, and... Something we just briefly jumped over is when they came home after being with the ghosts the first time, there was police at their door because apparently they had been out, like, way too late. Yeah, and Dad thought so they were missing or something. Dad is pretty sketched out at this yeah. point. So that happened. So now they need to go um, back to the ghost soul facility thing, yeah. And be like, hey, Sakura called this soul now for our granddad. So... And they're having... Mariah really doesn't care. Yeah. She just wants... Apparently, she only has, like, a week left on her term or whatever. Which... After, like, several years. Which is funny, because apparently, then, like, Ed's been here since the Revolutionary War. Yeah, he's been... He's, like, I've been here 250 years, and I have a week left, but why not? Yeah, so him and Jumper go with the kids, because they have an idea of where Zachariah is. Yes. So they go to this old mine... And so they go into the mine, and they do find Zachariah. And he has a pit. Full of souls. Which are apparently part of the reason why he's been around for so long. Yeah. And possibly why he's so strong. Yeah. He's feeding off their life force, I believe. Yeah. It's something where they can't, they have no autonomy. They're just 
his. Yeah, and he um he just attacks them. Yeah, and, and he's he spooks uh Claire who starts to fall into the pit. But um Ian and Ed get her out, but while they're doing that, Jumper is distracting Zachariah. But what's up happening is Jumper ends up in the in the pit then and is one of his captured souls. Yeah. So they take Jumper out pretty early. Yeah, which is funny because is I don't know if the is the guy who plays Jumper, Tommy Davidson, was he kind of famous at the time? Because I don't know. He's the central person if you look in the, oh, uh, the poster. Poster. Yeah, I don't know because like but, that's another problem with some of these older movies is like we're not quite sure who's like big at the time. Yeah, but that said, um, yeah. So Jumper. Isn't really a big part of the movie from here on out. Because, no, he's, he's stuck in the, yeah. in the pit. But yeah, they get Claire out and they leave. But as they're getting out, the cops are waiting for them because apparently somebody called yes. the cops on them because there was trespassers. And Ed is able to escape because he's a ghost. He's like, goodbye. Um, and then the dad is really angry because when they bring the kids back into town, because he's like, this is the second time the cops have been called on you because of you there's uh you guys burned the house like what is going on and they they did straight up tell him yeah. there's ghosts and he's skeptical at first which makes sense but then like isn't um, this when they get the uh the like there's, the, the burn on yes, their lawn yes the, the stay away burned into their lawn yeah yeah but then i believe this is when they realize they need to get the books yes but they go to the library the books are gone so they realize, oh, they're probably at Warner's. Yeah, because Warner's, he was looking for them. Yeah, which I think there was another. While they were at the PlayStation, we had this weird little thing where Warner was like looking through some peepholes in a poster. Oh yeah, that was straight. Yes. Yes. So you can tell that Warner's sketch. And I'm gonna tell this. I'm gonna say this right away. My first initial thought was, I wonder if he's a descendant of Zachariah. That would have made sense given the Halloween Town history, but but we'll, this is not we'll it. We'll get there. Yeah. So they decide to break into Warner's house with Ed's help. Yes. So and Ed, they do successfully get the books, but the dad sees them. Yes, because they are escaping. Because Warner gets back early and they had to get out sitting out the back way but luckily dad actually shows up at warner's house real quick to like talk to him because he thinks he burned the stay away in their lawn yeah but as he's talking to warner he notices like i think a little bit of ian's jacket come through the door yeah the back door so luckily warner immediately wants to call the cops on the kids because he's just convinced that they broke into his house with the dad kind of like I think distracts them long enough yeah. and they get out and but then they get home the dad is angry but he's like okay I kind of think that Warner sketch so yeah because he thinks that they can use the books as evidence against him yeah but he says but you're still in trouble yeah so they start to go through the books and Claire finds out the that truth the truth that Zachariah is actually innocent yes he was a, these books he wasn't this arsonist maniac he was an inventor he was trying to what you utilized natural gas before anyone else did yeah and he accidentally burned his wife to death which is really sad <sighs> sorry see the wind i anyway but yeah so we learn zachariah was in fact just an inventor he was a genius he he learned that you could use natural gas but yeah unfortunately because um we did have when did this part happen, actually? Because there was a part where they actually did investigate where the cabin was. And that's where... Oh, yeah. I forgot about I'm that. I'm like, when did this happen? Because I know it's after Jumper gets taken. 
Yeah, it's a, I think it's right after Jumper gets hit. Yeah, because they learn, because Claire sees a pipe in the ground. Yeah. And she has Ed investigate how deep it is. So she puts those clears together. And she's and like, she, like, he was trying to make a natural gas line. Yeah, and then combined with what they read in these books, she's like, he was innocent. And then it turns out that he never got a trial or anything. No, they just, they and accused him immediately. So her. her and the dad are talking, but then... Ian gets really upset over something. Like, he just doesn't feel like his dad actually cares about his grandpa or himself. Yeah, because um, they're caring more about the Zachariah thing than helping grandpa, Yeah, I guess. But yeah, so we learn Zachariah's innocent. He didn't kill his wife. She died tragically in an explosion. And so, um, so then Ian makes his way back to the soul facility or whatever. Right. Can, oh. I just want to point out one thing. The ghosts never call themselves a scream team. No, they don't. I don't even know. I don't understand the title. No, they call themselves the Soul Patrol. Yeah, so I don't know why this wasn't maybe a copyright thing. Maybe. It's the only reason I can think of why this movie wasn't called Soul Patrol, but whatever. Yeah, so Ian makes back his way back to the Soul Recollection Center. So, and he convinces Mariah, who doesn't want any part of this because she just wants to get to the great beyond in a week, that she'll be a hero and they'll apologize for making her work um, and not going to the great beyond right away if she helps them. So then he and Ed and Mariah go back to see Zachariah. Who's still in the um, mine. Who's still in the mine, yeah. Meanwhile, Claire and the dad go to the Halloween festival to confront Warner because Warner's been profiting off this lie for years. Yes. And he knows, they know he knows the truth. Yeah. So we have, so in a weird way, we have two plots going on right now and they kind of connect to each other, but not really. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so Ian, Ed, and Mariah confront um, Zachariah, and at first Mariah is actually really able to hold her own against him. Yeah. Because she, I guess, has powers of her own. Right, but But, not for very long. Yeah, because now that he's gained more souls, he has more power, and she's like, oh, you didn't tell me about that. Right. So they run. Meanwhile, at the festival, Claire and the dad confront Warner, and we're like, we know that you know the truth about Zachariah and that you need to tell everyone and the warrior's just like nah yeah and he grabs the books and throws them into the fire because there's a bonfire going yeah which uh you just destroyed literal public property there dude yeah those were library books not only were they library books but they were literal like historical historical records because they were old newspapers yeah and I'm like dude you should probably that's not cool that's not cool so he does like a little maniac laugh he's like huh no but then Zachariah, um, after f- f- having f- um, Ian and the Ed and Mariah run off because of his new powers, he appears in the bonfire. And it's, so it's like there's just this giant ghost attacking the city now. Yeah. And everyone's freaking out because he's throwing fire and everything. Right. And this is when Claire is like, like, I know the truth. You're innocent. And the dad even brings Warner over. He's like, tell him, you know the truth. And he's like, yes, I know you're innocent. I was profiting off of this lie for years. And he's like, I'm sorry. But he still wants to destroy the town at first. Yeah, because he's still mad. It's like, I mean, I kind of get it. Right, exactly. It's like your, your public image was tarnished and is continuing to, in that, and that lie is being continued for profit for how and many years? It is very like hard when your image is tarnished. Yeah, and it was it. like, it was like how long ago, so it's like you know how people were back but in like then Claire holds up a picture of his wife and like don't forget what you actually cared about and it's And it's the out. power of pure power of true love. Because this is still a Disney movie. Yes. Though 
And I think we should point this out right away. There was no romance for any of our main characters. Yay! No 13-year-olds trying to kiss each other in this movie. It was one. fantastic to look no, it out. Because, like, this movie... This movie is... When you, when you put... When it comes down to it, this movie is about the family. Yes. Because it's about these three dealing with the loss of their grandfather along with all this other ghost stuff, but right. how they're going to become stronger. So really, this is just a Fast and Furious movie. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. There's no cars. Yeah. Ghost cars. They the should predecessor have of Fast and Furious. They should have ghost cars. They should have. Actually, I think the first Fast and Furious came out in like 2001. Oh, well, never mind. Anyway. Still. But yeah, so he she shows the picture of his wife, and he's like, you're right. I need to be with her. So he goes to the great beyond. Yeah. He's just like, okay, bye. And then it releases all the souls that he was captured. Including Jumper. Yep. And that's when Ian reunites with Claire and Dad because he's literally not been with them for the last climax of this movie. Yep. And so um, they reunite and they decide that they're going to stay in town. They're not going to go back to Boston because they're originally from Boston. Yeah. So I guess that means this whole movie's taking place in Massachusetts then? I assume so. Probably just small town Massachusetts. Probably. Well, because they also mentioned Salem. Yeah. At one point, they're like, the Zachariah Festival will eventually outdo Salem, which I'm like, is it though? Because Salem's pretty famous for those yeah, witch trials. Yeah, anyway. They, so they go back home, and who's there? Grandpa. Grandpa. He's a ghost. He's a ghost. Yeah, because they're like, oh, wow, that was crazy. Well, time to relax. And oh my God. He's, <laughs> and, he's sitting in the chair. He died. Yeah. Right? And then Grandpa's like, you know, I just moved those books so that your dad would, like, see this little box. And apparently it was in the box that's shown earlier. There was a little clip of the dad who apparently got into Harvard, which was yeah, crazy. Yeah, which that's, you talked about that last episode. It was like when movies just use big name schools. They for, really do. But at least they make they in this movie they make it obvious that it is a really big achievement instead of like a not as hard thing as yeah, it is in actuality. Yeah, because the dad always thought that grandpa never really cared for him and never really wanted to spend time with him or anything. But grandpa explains, no, that's not it. No, he just felt like he he wanted his son to use all of his potential and, and go elsewhere. Yeah, and like see the world and not be stuck in the small town like he was. And that's how he explains, because he's, you know, because he's now ghost grandpa. Yep. And they're like, yeah, so I heard that I was able to come back because this lady at the, because uh, Claire set it up with the lady at the center. And they're like, oh. And they're like, so do you have to leave right away? He's like, no. Nah. So then I think they spent some time with ghost grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's just a weird thing to think about. That is weird. As someone who's old, my grandparents have died. Weird. But weird. like, if you were able to spend a little bit more time I absolutely, with ghost, would you? I, I absolutely would if they if it was like Ghost Grandpa, like the way he's portrayed in this movie. I absolutely would. Yeah, like this movie. Um, I, we're almost done, but uh, I'll I'll say this for my final thoughts actually because yeah. we're almost done. So meanwhile, uh, Ian and Claire pay a visit to the center one more time, and the jumper is there, and Ed is there. Mariah's not there though because they assume she got to go on. Yeah. But then immediately we see her get kicked out. <laughs> And they're like, what? I thought you would be a hero. And she's like, yeah, apparently the public spectacle kind of outweighed the good in that situation. Aww. So I guess on the other side, they're like, yeah, you saved a bunch of souls. But also a bunch of people saw a ghost. So yeah. Get out. Aww. <laughs> so she's back on um, duty until who knows when. Yeah. But it's like, oh, they all just kind of laugh it off. Except Mariah. She's like crying. She didn't want to be back here. Oh, Mariah. No, that really does suck, though. It's like, you thought yeah. you were finally going to move on. Yeah, she like, was trying her best. No, like, no, you got to go back to TSA. 
damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so then the movie ends. We see Warner and his two sons changing the town sign because now the truth about Zachariah is out. They can't use his the lie of him to the cloud anymore. Right. Um, and then we see apparently, oh yeah, we learned that the dad, Ian and Claire, are just going to live there now. Apparently, yeah. I guess you can just do that. I guess they're just going to forget they're Boston. They're just going to move and they're just whatever. Gonna forget Boston. We're going to yeah. live here. We're going to live in small town Massachusetts. Well. Because they never tell us where we are. No. That's a thing I've noticed in decoms. They don't like to tell they us They don't where like to tell are. you where they are. Unless it's starstruck, but we'll get there. We'll get to starstruck. Yeah, unless it's like, well. Some of the newer ones like Albuquerque and uh, High School Musical. No, because uh, no, High School Musical. Oh, yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah. Right, they say it's Albuquerque, but it was filmed in Salt Lake yeah, City. Yeah, it was filmed in Salt Lake City. But, but like, we're, we're just supposed to pretend that we... Anyway. Anyway. Also, we got a couple in New York. But I feel like these really early decoms, it's either New York or Small middle town. of nowhere. Yeah. Small town USA. Main Street USA. Yeah, it's <laughs> Marceline, Missouri. Woo! Um, <laughs> Walt's here, actually. <laughs> it's Walt's ghost. Um, <laughs> Why didn't Walt Disney make an appearance in this? Answer me that. So, anyway, but yeah, so they're gonna, I guess, just live here now. And the movie ends with them testing out the pumpkin carver again, but it just kind of like it did in the beginning, it just blows up in their face. But they laugh it off, but they laugh it off because you know what? They're a family, and you know what? Nothing is more important than family. I'm sure that's a quote from Fast and the Furious. Yes, I didn't think Fast and the Furious will pop up in this episode, but alas, here we are. Listen, it's gonna haunt us. The after that ride at Universal, yes, which even will. Universal admits is bad. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, but anyway, so that's the screen team. So, Kate, what's your final thoughts on your ranking of this movie? I really like this movie. I do see, I think they really slay uh, at Halloween decom specifically. I don't know why they're so good, but I thought it was really good. That said, I thought other Halloween decoms are probably better, but I think it is still better than the average decom. So, I'm going to give it an 8.2. Yeah. You know, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, I enjoyed this one. Um, I just want to say, I think this one gives a, this is a very interesting idea to do a decom of, especially because it deals with, like, the afterlife. Yes. And, like, what's supposed to happen to a soul when it goes there. Because I know Soul, the Pixar movie, technically was, like, what happens to a soul before it goes to Earth. Right. But this is, like, what happens to one when it leaves Earth. Right. And they just made it vague as possible. They said, you go to a mirror. Yeah. We're not going to say anything else. Exactly. Because they don't want to be like, oh, well, you know, God. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to bring up God. Which, granted, they also didn't do that in Soul either. Although they do bring up God a little bit in the, the Dolphin movie. What is it called? Oh, Rainbow Slight, like, the one we just watched. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was also based off a novel, which I yeah. Yeah. assume had some, just... like, Christian undertones. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought this is a very interesting idea for a decom. Like I said, it's got, it's got some... Um, Beetlejuice vibe. It's got some soul vibe. Overall, it is very Halloween. I'll say that. It's very yes. Halloween. I felt very spooky watching, even though it's only June. Yes. You know what? Spooky in June. Why not? Yeah, why not? You know what? what we is... love some spooky vibes. Why not? Like, especially because like we're just doing these in order, so like we're going right. to hit Halloween, some Halloween Christmas ones yeah. before it was Starting to miss you about that. And she's like, so sometimes you guys get to ones that are holiday ones in the middle of like June or you I, I told her I think we did a Christmas one in like February March yeah we did we did I think twice the night in like February Good we're, like, we're a few months late but that's fine it's okay but yeah I just think this was a spooky decom um I guess like yeah I do understand why they still didn't play it as much as like Halloween Town or Twitches just because Halloween Town Twitches really did you know hit yeah <laughs> and I feel like 
Apparently, the name of the town is Steeple Falls. I don't know if that's ever mentioned, but maybe that's what the website the says. CommonSenseMedia.org. Anyway. Yeah, maybe it's on the sign. Maybe it's on the sign, yeah. Okay, well, either way. Um, either way, yeah, this one's... It's got the spookiness, but like I said, I completely understand why they still just didn't air it as much. Because, like, I don't know. I guess Halloween Town and Twitches were just a bit more popular. Plus, those two were franchises because Twitches did at least get a sequel. Yeah. Whereas this was just a one-off. Yeah. And, like, it's probably also just another thing because it's dealing with the afterlife. And they just probably didn't want people being like, so what are you trying to say the afterlife is? Right, exactly. Yeah. But, like, and honestly, another thing I'm, really like, shocked about is how many big names they got in this one. Yes, like, they got some really good. Eric Idle, Kathy and Jimmy. Obviously, Kat Dennings wasn't a huge thing yet, but now she is. So it's, yeah. like... It's a thing. It's always so interesting when we have actual celebrities in these. I know. Because we're so used to decoms just being Disney Channel. Just random people, yeah. Disney Channel too. And even now, they're still not quite there yet either. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just get these random kids that I some actually auditioned. Whereas yeah. in our time, it was like Demi Lovato or the Jonas Brothers or Miley Cyrus in this decom. I'm like, yeah. okay. Pretty much. I don't know. It's just, yeah. We like we're getting like I said, we're getting so close to our era. But it's so interesting knowing how it used to be. It is cool to see the lead up to our era, like yeah. what set the groundwork. Yeah, but anyway, that's a spooky, it's fun. I'll maybe watch it again this Halloween when I'm watching Halloween movies. Yeah, probably. what's your uh, ranking? I was going to get so my oh, ranking, no, I'm going to give this, would you give it an 8? Yeah, an 8.2 because I felt like it was just like. And then, I, you know, I can only just give it a straight 8 then. That's fair. Straight 8. Cool. So that's um the screen She's queen. Sound. Yeah. Um, but before we get to our end of the show things, Kate, I just realized something. What? This is episode 41. Um, I believe we were supposed to do our rankings of decomp 31 through 40. All right. Well, we'll do that next, next episode. episode. I'll compile our list for next episode. Tune in next episode. Sorry, guys. I totally, that's on me. So. I totally let the ball drop. I had a, not a crazy week, but you know. No, I, had, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So next episode, we'll, we'll do the R31 through 40 rankings. Yes. But So be excited for that. I know you'll, you'll be excited because I never tell you. Yeah, I, I never know. Because I want to get your live reaction. This is, you know, okay, this is real. This is me. Yeah. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Amen. Um, but anyway, so that's the screen team. So, okay, are you ready to figure out what we're watching next episode for the I, first DCOM of 2003? I am. All right, so let me tell you, 2003, we will be watching for our next episode, You Wish. Nice. Do you know that one? I've never heard of it. Oh, I've watched this one a few times. Have you? Yeah, it's got, not Shia LaBeouf, but his best friend from Even Stevens is the lead in that one. Okay. And I think it has Miranda from Lizzie McGuire in it. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, so that's, so we'll be watching You Wish. So that's next episode. So, Kate, now that we've reached the end of this episode, where can our lovely listeners find you on social media? You can find me at KVRandom on Instagram and Kate's Commentary on Twitter that I just recently started like a month ago. Yes, so. pl- please follow Kate's new Twitter. She only has like five followers. Yeah, I had like a few hundred and then... And then I got locked out of it. So here we are. Yes, um, yes go follow Kate's commentary on Twitter. She would very appreciate that. Woo! Um, and then, Jake, what are your uh, social media handles? Oh, mine. Okay. <laughs> oh, you want to mine? No. All right. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm at JakeBlue98 on Twitter. I'm uh, JakeBlueArt on Instagram, which I am posting on again, finally. Yay! After like a year. You know, I'm just posting stuff. Um, 
actually keep your eyes peeled um, when this episode goes out next Monday. I'll be posting a couple things for the end of Pride Month. Woo! I'm excited. Yeah, so you'll, I, you'll like them. Be, yes. They're pretty cool. I'm super hyped. Uh, and then now, as far as the podcast goes, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at T-S-O-S-N podcast. And you can follow us at Something New Pod on Instagram. We also have an email if you ever want to use that. That's uh, start something new podcast at gmail.com. And if you send us an email, we'll read it live on the show. Um, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating and review. And if you do that, we'll also read it live on the show. And finally, this podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcasting app that allows you to record and distribute podcasts like the one you're listening to right now. Wow. And if you're on Anchor, you can actually leave us a voice message. And if you do that, we'll listen to it live on the show. But anyway, guys, I think that's going to do it for us this episode. So please join us next time for when we start 2003 with You Wish. Bye, everyone. Bye.